Welcome to the Science and Spirituality Podcast, where we dive deep into universal spiritual principles and ground them in modern science. My name is Chris Carton. And my name is Kevin Carton, and we are committed to simplifying the spiritual side of success for you with easy to understand scientific research so you can walk away with practical tools to create radical transformations in your life. Let's get started. Don't compare your dream to others. That is the big topic we're going to be talking about today. And this was inspired from a strategy session I had last week, which uh, if you don't know what that is, uh, a strategy session, you could check out our last episode, the very end. It's a gift that I'm currently giving to y'all if you're interested. And so go ahead and check out the last podcast and the end of that for that. Um, but I was having a conversation with someone in this strategy session and the concern came up whether their dream that I was helping them clarify and connect with was actually worthy like compared to others mm -hmm. because it wasn't like a massive dream. It wasn't like I'm going to be rich or, you know, make a massive impact in the world or have fancy stuff. Like it was quite a simple dream. And the question, like the fear or the doubt came up of like, is this worthy? Like, is this like right? Or do I need to dream bigger? Like, mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing in, in personal development is like dream big, like as big as you can, but like that actually can cause you to be out of alignment with your soul, with your spirit and what, you're truly desiring um, because you're comparing yourself to others. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. I think it's really important. Like just hearing that concern because that's not the first time you've heard that concern. No. Nah. Right. And, and I've had that concern my own as well. Like in the very beginning of this the whole process of visioning and deciding what I want to do with my life that came up a lot. And the, the assumption that's underlying that is that other, other people are going to care. Mm. Or that we, we just have this, this, this need or this societal programming to compare ourselves to other people. To be accepted. Every, yeah, to exa yeah that, that's a good way of putting it, to be accepted. And so the underlying like, fear from that question is, you know, if I go throughout this whole process or if I quit a job to go do this or if I quit this to go start this, well, what will my parents say? Or like, what will my friends say? Or like, what will society think of me? Or if I'm involved in this, you know, community, or I listen to this person, or I'm following this, like Gary Vee, or like, whatever. And it's like, wow, like, will people accept me if my dream is not at this level? Yeah. And I think another, another thing to bring up with this as well is, this really goes back to the core of self-awareness, and really knowing yourself. And like I always like to say defining what success means for you. Yeah. Because if you don't take a, take a minute to define what success means for you, then you're going to automatically adopt the meaning of success of the people around you or of society. And that's just programming. Like we talked about that in the last episode as well. Is that like, unless we define it ourselves, then we already have, it's not even like we're going to adopt other people's de definition. It's already there. Like, mm -hmm. That, that definition for success and like what matters to us is already programmed within us because otherwise we wouldn't be a functioning human being. Like yeah. programming, you know, some programming is limiting, but some is expansive and it's that we're reprogramming our limiting programming <laughs> so that it's more expansive. Um, mm -hmm. And like, I think of one example, like just a very clear example is that, uh, you know, think of like the American dream, right? Like if you're living in America, I think it's like 50% of people who listen to our podcasts are from America. Um, or live in America. Yeah. Um, but anywhere, like this, I, I think this is a very general thing. It's like 
having a really nice house is like a, a goal or something or a dream for many people. But I've met tons of people. And actually at one point in my life, I had this dream of my own is literally just to have the ti- a tiny house. Like there are these, mm-hmm. these things called tiny houses that can literally hook up to the back of your car. You can drive around with your tiny home and park it mm-hmm. somewhere. Like that might be your dream. Or I've seen like people like refurbishing a, uh, like a school bus into like a travel yeah, home. You I've know? seen like, that too. It's pretty that, dope. Yeah. That could be your dream. Like that's really awesome. But like, Unless, like, if you're going off of other people's opinions about what is right or what you should want, then yeah, maybe like it lights you up a bit. But if it's not a deep, like, fulfilling alignment for what you want, then like it's not going to matter. Like mm-hmm. it's really, and it's also not only not going to matter, but it's really not going to pull you forward. It's not going to spark that 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 desire or inspiration within you on an, on a daily basis to actually then go for it and actually create that life that you're dreaming of. But even if it's a simple dream and you're aligned with it and you, you ground in that and not, and let go of those fears and doubts that what are other people going to think of me or like people are going to think that's like too small, like who cares what other people think? Like if it's yeah. a dream for you, if it resonates with you, then that's all that matters. But it has, it's always, like you said, like self-awareness, Chris, it's like checking with yourself to really see if it aligns. Cause that's what matters most. Like at the end of our life, think about this. And we, I, I feel like we've mentioned this a couple of times in our podcast in different episodes is that you get to the end of your life and looking back, which decision or what life that you created, are you going to be proud of? Like, what are you going to look back and say like, you know, I'm really glad I did that. Or I'm really glad I didn't listen to other people when I was thinking about what I wanted and I went mm-hmm. for it. You know, like we, yeah. we, are we're, we actually would regret more of more of the things we didn't do rather than the things we did. Yeah. In this case as well, of like having a, maybe seemingly a smaller dream compared to others, but if it aligns to you, then go for it. Like why, like why compare it to others? There's no point. Yeah. And it's just so crazy too, how we're not taught a lot of this stuff in school. Like if you were, if you were taught from like kindergarten or first grade about this whole process of visioning, and decide or maybe actually when you're a little kid you're really good at this yeah you know it's because someone asks you like what do you want to do and you're like oh, i want to walk dogs for a living or some <laughs> shit or like, i want to go to space or like i want to be a firefighter or, like you, you just say like actually what you want and you yeah. have no judgments it's like mm-hmm. that's what i want and as you grow older maybe like i don't know middle school or high school people are like oh like what are you going to do for a career which has that implication of what are you going to do to make money Mm. And then the conversation starts to shift and then, you know, you're inundated with all this stuff. That's what happened to me. Like, yeah. it's funny if you, you ever look at your like fifth grade yearbook, like in my fifth grade yearbook, I think my, uh, it said like what I wanted to be when I grew up was like ba- a basketball player. So I, think I was like, so that too. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just so crazy. Like, cause I loved basketball when I was in fifth grade. Like I played basketball all, all the time. Like I was in like organized leagues and like I was good at it and I, I, I loved it. And as you like grow get older it's just like people start asking you like oh like that's not possible they start like shutting down your dreams and like so i think we and you know maybe it was never possible for me to make the nba but that kind of mentality of people telling you what you can't do or people guiding you more towards like okay what are you going to do for money that like that has an impact and if we don't unravel that through this dream building process and it can get us stuck like it can get us really stuck and so i think like this is super important and it also it just it, it, it hits at a lot of like, um, what am I looking, what the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like underlying assumptions about like mm. who we are as people or yeah. like fears, underlying fears. Yeah. 
and stuff that like that keeps us from moving forward yeah and i mean just to be clear like what you said is like about like oh like um having a dream of being a basketball player right like being in the nba like that is more of a lofty dream you know like and then people like shutting you down which is uh, the opposite end of what we're talking about but also still important it's still the same principle Mm -hmm. but the opposite extreme where it's like you have this massive dream and people shutting you down which is equally as uh detrimental and not you know good so you have to be careful about that but then on this other end where it's like if you see have like a seemingly small dream compared to what people think should be a dream then there's that could be that criticism and like having you like go bigger like actually this is a really good point um when I first started my coaching business, um, one of my, uh, fac- like the faculty members, at the Institute that I got certified by asked me like, well, what is your three-year vision in terms of income? And I told him like, I, I dreamed of or, like, just, like just passing three years from then six figures in my business, which I'm on track to right now. And it's been three, a little over three years. But like when he said that, when he asked, he goes, oh, you could do so much better than that. You could, you could mm-hmm. be, and, and I think it was more of a compliment. Like for my age, I was 24 and I was in a high level, you know, training for becoming a life coach. Um, and he had great aspirations for me, but I think it was also potentially could be um, where it was like, go for more when maybe like it didn't fully resonate. I, and, it, and, you know, it did ramp me up to like, oh, like you know, then I'm going to go for six figures in my first year, which I, I don't think it's bad. Again, it's not bad, but actually looking back my first year in business, I think it was like 50,000 that I earned and in a year, which is, I, I, I'm really proud of that because that was more money than I had ever made in a year in my, my own business that I've ever, and I had never started a business before. So I was really proud of that. But then I also, at the end of that year, had some criticisms towards myself because I had the goal of six figures and a part of me was like, ah, oh, like I messed up or like I didn't do it. Or I kind of got down on myself, which I think is... Yeah can easily happen if, again, we're looking towards others and what they think we should do compared to what, you know, what might actually resonate, you know, because there's, there's, I mean, in my particular scenario, there's so much in business to learn, especially if you've never started a business and not only in business, but also your own personal stuff to take care of and solve and heal and uh, understand and shift in terms of limiting beliefs. Um, So that was a, it was a whole growth journey that happened through that, that, maybe hundred K wasn't actually possible, you know, based on like the healing that I had to do in myself. And, you know, so there's so much to it. Um, yeah. but it's well, powerful to really look at it in that way. I think another, what I was thinking about when you were telling that story, another core principle in this goes back to self-confidence mm. because, and think about it because I was reading this study once about why so many people are dis- like dislike their jobs Mm-hmm. And it was something like 80% of people like they would, it was like, yeah, they would like take another job if the job cared more about their mental health or like if, if they, they would take another job, if it was doing what they actually wanted to do 80%. Yeah. And then the study was going into asking why people continue to take jobs they dislike. And the number one reason that people take jobs they dislike is for status. Mm. It's for like, oh, I'm uh, like, I'm this or I'm that or like, I'm it's accountant. Your Exactly. Or, or, or maybe it's not like, oh, you're not happy with saying, oh, I'm an accountant, but it's, it's the, the income that being an accountant gives you and the lifestyle that it can give you and what that looks like to society. Again, because when it, when you get down to um, who we are as creatures, just from like a basic, like physiological, like, like, uh, like instinct level, we want to be accepted. Yeah. Like you said. And so 
when you have like, let's say a dream that in quotes small that you think is small. And again, when you say it's small, it means you're comparing it to something you think is big. Yeah. Right. So you're already comparing by saying it's small, but it's like, you have to have that extra level of self-confidence because, because you think it's small, you think that other people think it's small. Mm. Right. So it's, yeah. it's, to that comparison process, like you, you wouldn't even have brought up that it's small if you weren't thinking about what other people are going to think. You'd just be like, oh, this is what I want to do. Exactly. So it takes that extra self-confidence because you're going to be going against the grain as well or going yeah. against what society thinks. And so, I mean, dude, that's something that I struggle with still. Like, you know, even three years after my decision to quit my job as an accountant and, you know, do acupuncture, like sometimes I think, wow, like where, could, where would I have been from an income perspective if I didn't quit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or, or I start comparing myself to my friends and it's, it, I, that always happens when I'm in a low energy, like low vibration state though. Mm. It's ne- it never comes from when I'm actually talking or thinking from my heart. Yeah. You know, like, cause when I'm thinking from my heart and what I align with, it's like, Oh, I would do this again, hundred percent. Yeah. But when I'm thinking from my ego or from my mind or what, like, and it, it goes back to that episode we did on the, the, the money episode with your friend. Yeah. He was like, what are you afraid of? Like, if you started zero, like, what are you afraid of? And I was always like, oh, like what other people would think. Like, if I had no friends, no, no one can see me fail. I would have no problem failing. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, like, hell yeah, let's do this. Cause yeah. I know like it's that, that outside, like that influence. Yeah. And I yeah, think so like, just to really reiterate and just nail down like why that happens. I don't think it's bad that it's happening, but we have to become, like you said, self-aware because again, nailing it down, is like you mentioned from a physiological aspect, just to break that down a bit more, is that we are creatures that love community. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're community built creatures. Like we cannot survive without community, like having connection with other people. Like there's studies done that like, and I don't think this, the studies were done, like they literally left a baby alone for this, but like they, we know that if you, in the first, like, I think six months to a year of life, like if you don't touch a baby, if it's not held, if it's not accepted and loved in that way, it will literally start to die. Mm. Like as we grow older, we have coping mechanisms, but it's still like, it's our spirit that's dying even more so. So it's like, if we're not accepted by our community, in other words, we're not having our vision aligned with what other people think that we should want, then there's that fear, that deep, deep seated fear of being rejected, which is linked with our survival. Like psychologically, it's obviously not linked to our survival, like our in physiology, as in like, we're going to survive even if we're rejected now as adults, but it's like hardwired within us. And that's why self-awareness is so key, like you said, because that is where we get to look at what thoughts we're thinking and the habits that we're, we're, we're working from so that we can really self-assess is like, okay, is this response that I'm having, this reaction that I'm having leading me to expansion in my life or is it contracting my life? And yeah. 99.9% of the time it's contracting our life if we're making decisions based on the fear of rejection, because it's just about, you know, our own psychological wealth, like, you know, welfare in that case, if that makes sense. Like, uh, we're holding on to like old, old belief systems, old habits, old thoughts that are just mm-hmm. aligning ourselves with our tribe, our community, when yeah. really what we really all do want to do is break out of those molds and form yeah. a new community. It's not like we're breaking out and we're never going to have community again, but like we want to have really do have community that where we're expanding more and mm-hmm. having that open space to grow. That's like a great point though, about that physio. It's, 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 no, it's like very on point. And 
again, when, I, when you were discussing that, the first thought that popped in my head was that's why talking about this is so important. Like this information and this education is so important because then you can be there for your friends. Yeah. Like I do. I remember, I remember when I, um, when I told my friends that I was quitting my job, they were like, oh, like, you know, what firm are you going to? Like, you know, what are you going to do? And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm like quitting to go do acupuncture. And then I remember my friends was like, what? Like, that's out of left field kind of thing. And then what I noticed was over the next, I don't know, like months to a year or so, a lot of my friends would come to me with their ideas about what they wanted to do. Mm. Because I feel like at a, from a level, they knew that I would accept what they were saying kind of thing, yeah. you know, or it's like, oh, they could bounce an idea off me. And I would be like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whether it's in, and a lot of times it was their, what they, what they really dreamed to do. Exactly. And so understanding that, like, I, I remember too, like after doing that, even now it's like when someone comes to me with any kind of idea or I see someone with some obscure idea, I, I, I'm always like, dude, that's awesome. Like I, I it's that encouragement because you, mm. you, you want to give that out because you understand that sometimes that person for saying that or for like expressing their dream, like they're taking a leap of faith. Yeah. It's like, you know, you know, when people sometimes, cause this used to happen to me, it still happens to me now when they get super excited and they talk about something and they're like, get, they get super lit. And then right after the conversation, they kind of shrink back and they're like, holy crap. Like, did I share too much? Mm, yeah. Because like, they're like, oh man, like, are people going to accept me? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, a, a story that I was thinking of too, was the, you ever hear the, the, the story of the monkeys? Yeah. And like the, yeah. Where, so they put a banana on top of like a, um, like a ladder and one monkey will go up and grab the banana. And then the, um, <clears throat> the, the people who are doing the test will like shock all the monkeys. Mm-hmm. Not, and and then, not the one that grabbed the banana. Right, right. And then so at some point, when any monkey tries to climb the ladder, all the monkeys rip him down because they don't want to get hurt. Yeah. So it's like that group thing starts to take over and you don't actually want to see someone like try to like go for something because it, it breaks free of like the, like, yeah, no. the, the societal program. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think the more and more people that do it, and the more and more people that are educated about like, you know, we should support our friends in that, the more people will end up doing it and people will feel more supported. Yeah. So it's exactly. kind of creating that new structure. Yeah. That yeah. new community. And also the, another story that this is that I, I don't know. I think I researched into that, that uh, experiment. I'm not sure if it was actually done. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it might've been a story that was just like made up to like teach a point, which is, it's still so true. <laughs> Um, maybe it's a story about crabs in a that's what i was about to say that's the one okay that's what i was thinking this is this is an actual phenomena that when crab like catching crabs like they literally put a cage down at the bottom of the ocean uh, or the ocean floor and put some bait inside so that uh, a crab a couple crabs maybe five or ten crabs go inside but then once all the bait is gone like they've eaten all the food they don't close the trap door the trap door at the top of is completely open they could they can you know climb out but the crab that I, if a crab tra- tries to get out of that trap, then like the, the other crabs will bring him back down because like, it's just a group think. Mm-hmm. So like literally like kill the crab if like it doesn't stay in the barrel with him because it's not doing what everyone else is doing. And so that's why yeah. crab like catchers, they don't need to actually put a, a lid on top of the, the cage. It's like, they just wait until a, a ton of crabs go in and then they'll keep them there. They'll themselves mm-hmm. there. So yeah. It's really just having that support. And dude, that, that's honestly like, it's why I, like when I first got into personal development, um, I, I surrounded myself with more people who thought like me and just like were supporting me and just wanted to see me succeed, even though it was like ridiculous what I was doing, like, like leaving pharmacy school, 
uh, instead of getting my doctorate and just going for my dream, which at the time I was in a network marketing company, you know, direct sales, like even though that never panned out and that wasn't ever like, like the thing, like I'm still so grateful for the people that did support me that just believed in my dream, even though it didn't align with, you know, Mm -hmm. what other people think would be possible. Like, and sometimes like you gotta, you gotta take a leap of faith on something that you feel like jacked about and it doesn't have to be like, it might not be the thing. Yeah. But like, you got to take those chances and, you know, go for things at some point because then you can adjust. Like if you just stay in the, stay in like the same place over and over again, you keep like thinking the same thoughts and then you never take that leap. You're never going to get out of the cage. You're never going to get like to the top of the ladder. Like, you know, and it's like, I think sometimes people look around at society too, of people who are doing great things or like, and they're like, wow, how, how did they do it? Like, what's the secret? And a lot of times the secret is they just did what they wanted. Yeah. She's like, yo, I'm going to do this. And um, yeah, another point to that, the opposite. The, yeah. yeah. The other point that like kind of like the flip side of that is I'm like always super like envious of like people who are just like, like a, a simple fisherman, like in a town who's like just super happy. Yeah. He just fishes. Yeah. And then like, sometimes like, you know, what am I doing wrong kind of sometimes i mean this is previously before i like made my decision because now i'm on a definitely on a better path but it's like like you you're just like wow that person's just happy he's just doing his thing and that's mm-hmm. kind of like the, the small dream example where it's like yeah, you know he's just fishing like you know but he's he's loving his life exactly so yeah and then again that comes back to self-awareness and personal preference and just having the courage to do that thing that you say you want to do, whether it's a huge endeavor or whether it's just, you know, I want to make X amount of money and have time with my family and play video games. And, you know, like, I just want to, that, that's, that's going to make me happy. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like the person I was talking with, I won't share their name. So that's confidential, but it was just like one of their biggest dreams was just connecting with people more authentically. Yeah. Super simple. Oh, yeah. Like really yeah. loved their job. Like they were making decent money, like had, good connections, but like was wanting more deeper connections and to not have any fear of like trying something new. Like it seems so simple, which is why that question came up in that strategy session. But it just re- that getting that reinsurance, I could tell was like really powerful. And that's yeah. why we wanted to make this episode to just give that permission, even though permission is not needed. Um, but just to hear other people's stories that it's like, it's okay to have that, that kind of dream. Like if it's, even if it's simple. So yeah yeah ride with it it feels good Sweet. yeah and um you know you can use this episode as permission to do it but you know give yourself permission exactly yeah 100 yeah. percent. and yeah. and just like last episode i will offer that i wasn't even planning on this but just based on the conversation yeah. we had i would love to offer my support is um i mentioned the beginning of this episode strategy sessions and so it's still a gift I'm, i'd be happy to give anyone who's resonating with this type of information and really wants the support and building their dream is uh, I'm a certified life coach. I like to say I'm a spiritual life coach, transformational life coach, like it's different labels, but the strategy session is a 60 minute call. It's completely complimentary where I'll get you, get you clear on what struggles you're facing. Like what's the underlying subconscious patterns that are holding you back. And then we'll help you get clear on your vision and getting connected with the life that you love to live, no matter how big, no matter how small seemingly it is, uh, no matter how simple or complex, whatever you'd love, so we'll get clear on that. And then I'll help you discover next steps to take to bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be. And then, of course, as always, if you were a good fit to work together, we could talk about coaching as well. Uh, but the call is completely complimentary. So 
I'll include the links uh, again for that in the description of this episode. And uh, I look forward to talking with you soon if you resonate with that. Awesome. And that's it. I, I'm good on that. Yeah, like, I think we covered everything. Yeah. Sweet. All right, y'all. We'll see you in another episode. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally at Kevin F. Carton or at Chris J. Carton or our podcast Instagram page at Science and Spirituality Podcast. And if you feel guided to, the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review. This way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.